Welcome back to the NFL Slate Show here on the 1009 Network. It is week 10 of the NFL, basically over halfway um, now that there is 18 weeks, basically. Um, missed last week, like we mentioned in the college football slate show, both some scheduling issues. Still got the picks out, did a little better in NFL than we did college, but uh, starts tonight with the Panthers and Falcons. Um, Panthers are going all black uniforms with black helmets, so I'm hammering the Panthers tonight. So that's just me personally. Uh, also hammering the Panthers and Falcons is whatever tropical storm slash hurricane we're on now, because it's going to be pouring rain all night, probably a uh, bunch of wind too. So you got running backs in fantasy. They're going to get moist. Start up. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for PJ Walker and Mariota to air the ball out, I would not tune into that one i would yeah. direct you to the game two weeks ago when these two teams combined for like 70 points in a dome we're not going to see a 70 yard bomb from pj walker today like we did no. against the falcons two weeks ago no we're not and it's raining so guys I... should uh keep your helmets on he was on the sidelines he was out of bounds um i hate the fact that we two weeks in, like Division games yeah. can be played this soon. Like, spread it out over yeah. the season. Come on now. What are we doing? It happens towards the end of the year, too. Uh, I think the Eagles and Giants are that way, too. They play, like, twice in three or four weeks right at the end. Um, but, yeah. One of the odds catching courts in the NFL. I think they do it where, like, you play one team early in the season, one team mid-season, then one team late season. That's what it just feels like. But Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know how they coordinate it at all, so I guess if that's the biggest issue, then they're doing all right. But uh, looking past tonight to Sunday, Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. kickoff, Seahawks-Buccaneers, not in London. It's in Munich, Germany. So last game on the European tour, but we switched venues for this one. Uh, that's a decent game overseas. Uh, Seahawks at 6-3, and three. Tampa and 4-5. and five. You probably switch those records if you ask us. 10 weeks ago to tell you how this game's going to look before it kicks off. But, uh, I mean, even at four and five for Seattle, you're probably stunned by that, but, uh, they've won six to nine so far and they continue to, uh, to impress Seattle and underdog in this game, which surprises me a bit. I'll save most of my thoughts for the picks here in a little bit, but, uh, it's interesting to see the credit extended to Tom Brady. It's not a true home game either. So would it be over a field goal in Tampa? That's pretty interesting to me. I feel like it's a home game because it's Tom Brady, and that's probably the only people that European players know. Person, um, the only player European people know. Said that backwards. But uh, looking at it, the ticket costs three hundred and forty-five bucks to get in. Like, I believe it. This is maybe the first game over there ever in the NFL. Yeah. Um, they've only done they've had, London over there. Yeah, and the Mexico City, which they'll play. Here in a week or two, I think we'll get another. That'll be the last overseas game of the season. But uh, interesting place to have a football game. You know, they've been trying to reach out over to Europe and obviously New Mexico and get the game international. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Uh, moving on to 1 o'clock. Big game. Might not have Josh Allen for it, but Vikings-Bills. This is a massive test for this Vikings team. Uh, the Bills have proven it to us a couple times this year. They belong at the upper tier, especially in the AFC. But this Vikings team is a very quiet 7-1. The best team they played is their only loss in Philadelphia on a Monday very early in the season. So um, 
and they've skated by a couple times. Defense, maybe not quite what we expected. Uh, Kirk Cousins in the offense has done just enough to get them through. I think they beat the Cardinals by eight recently. Um, so, you know, respectable wins, but obviously not quite as battle-tested as the Bills. But the Bills might not have Josh Allen, as uh, yeah. Dr. Jacob Nelson told us that live almost, that Josh Allen might have had a UCL injury, and sure enough, that's what it's looking like. Um, now, Case Keenum, the backup for the Bills, uh, has some playing time as a Viking, as does Stephon Diggs, maybe some chemistry, playing for the team they're now across the field across the field from. Uh, that'd be an interesting storyline if Case Keenum is tapped to go for this game. Uh, great, spread. Uh, great wide receiver matchup with Thielen, oh, absolutely. Jefferson, yeah. Diggs. Gabe Davis. That just clicked in my head, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Naheem Hines? Yeah, he'll matter a lot. Um, not a whole lot of touches, I don't think, last week. But, uh, you know, especially Keenum in there, he'll get a lot more versatile as far as personnel goes. And that'll help out the uh, grizzled veteran as he jumps into duty for the Bills. Uh, spreads come down two points since the uncertainty began with Josh Allen. So I think if he's ruled out, we see it maybe another point or two in the favor of the Vikings. Um very, very interesting game, though. These two teams, 13-3 and three combined at this point, so very much contending uh, in the NFC and AFC, respectively. So that'll be one to watch at 1 o'clock. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you mentioned it over and over. It's obviously big key to that game is if Josh Allen's going to play. And the big key to many of my fantasy football teams. So, <laughs> it's going to Yeah. Uh, countless implications there, both on the field and in fantasy, if Josh Allen can't go. But uh, I think either way, we're in for a good game there. Uh, another one that's you can almost flip the records, Broncos-Titans, and the division leader is not the Broncos, as some thought preseason. That Nathaniel Hackett-Russell Wilson experiment has uh, crashed and burned brutally, and uh, now Denver headed to Tennessee as about a field goal underdog sitting at 3-5 and five in desperate need of any kind of positive trajectory so um i would that one would be very interesting i don't know necessarily flip both the records but more flip the record for the broncos um yeah i can i mean before the season if you told me the titans were five and three at this point i would have believed you fully like that's fair uh, yeah especially i mean Tannehill's a serviceable quarterback uh it helps when you have a guy like derrick henry in the backfield so that that right that's what i'm leaning more towards of that statement if you flip the records i just see it more like you just put the browns record browns broncos so right uh Traylon burks could come back this week rookie receiver has been on ir for a hot minute uh also ryan Tannehill, i believe practiced in full today that broke about 10 minutes ago so uh, malik willis not the greatest against the chiefs they kept the game close but i don't think he completed a pass to wide receiver so that was a derrick henry master class of just how many times can he touch the ball and try and keep us on striking distance, which to his credit, he did. They went to OT and lost 20 to 17 against one of the better offenses in the league. So um, obviously they're better off of Tannehill, but maybe Malik Willis can again guide them to just put him in the range where Derrick Henry can put the team on his shoulders and win the game. So um, that's key one at one o'clock. Yeah. I, I mean, this like kind of sucks too, like college. I'm looking at it. Yeah, like, we're firmly in biases in the NFL still. Chiefs. Yeah. 
Jags away at the Chiefs. Chiefs are nine and a half favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see much out of that game based off of, I mean, the weapons compared no. to what the Jags have. Right. Uh, Browns, Dolphins, Texans, Giants, some good teams getting some bad teams at home. Uh, you know, there's Saints. That's an ugly game. That's that's Miami, Georgia Tech, but on Sunday. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, that's that's Jesus the one o'clock slate. I mean, it's uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins and Browns over under is forty nine. That's kind yeah. Of surprising. I mean, that's, I mean, what do they expect? The Dolphins score like thirty, and the Browns. 15. Like, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins score 40. Nobody really bats an eye there. Uh, to a back healthy Waddle Hill. Um, they've got Jeff Wilson now at running back. Like, Mostert still there of the duo. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> they've got the weapons to do it. I can't remember how that trade deadline day shook out for them. Chase Edmonds back, left. But, I think Mostert's still there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it'll be Jeff Wilson and Mostert in the backfield. Uh, best receiver duo talent-wise, maybe in the whole NFL, honestly. And uh, Waddle and Hill. So, the weapons are there for Miami. Can the Browns stop them, and can they answer? That'll be the key to that total. Yeah. Um, this came across earlier, getting into the 4 o'clock slate. Colts versus Raiders. Um, Schefter tweeted out that the Raiders are sending Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro to the IR. Two disappointing teams, Colts and Ra- Raiders. I don't know who would actually yeah, pick the very. Raiders to uh, win the division. Uh, you'd have to be an idiot to actually think of that. I could, I could name two idiots <laughs> that did that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one is definitely not in this call right now. Nope. So, yeah, that's at 4 o'clock. Um, Vegas is favored by 5, oddly enough. I can see that dropping with the news of Waller and Renfro. Um Cowboys Packers that game had a lot of more juice at the beginning of the season but the way the Packers season's going yikes yeah fresh off a Lions lost these these Packers man I don't know what to think it's I mean every week they re-explore like rock bottom is he, is he it's, throwing? it's who he's throwing too not who he's how he's throwing honestly it's uh it's a team in dire need of offensive talent given the absence of Dante Adams yeah that's true um Speaking of disappointing teams, the other four o'clock slate, uh, the yeah. Cardinals and the Rams both both have losing records. Cardinals three and six, Rams three and five coming off the Super Bowl. Rams are favored minus one and a half. Eh. Like you don't see much out of either team with the offenses they got. No. That sets up like a classic division battle in the NFC West. It's a race to twenty. Um, Kyler and Nuke get into on the sideline last week and just a lot of things not going well. You get acres and whatever's wrong with him and the coaching staff in LA. So, uh, not a lot of positive vibes in that one, but, uh, you know, if the NFC West battles previously have told us anything, it'll be a close game worth watching. Uh, you know, one of only three games in that middle window. So obviously, Especially on red zone, you'll probably see a good bit of that game, even if it is off to a slow scoring start. Yeah. The four o'clock slates have been lackluster. Like, there's been two games, yeah. two games, two games. It's, right. I wish they set it up where it's like six and four or whatever the math adds up to instead of. But I know, like, them playing overseas doesn't help either. Right. And buys two, things like that. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, for now, it's going to be slim pickings. But, uh, 
yeah, and then Monday night we've got a, I mean, every Eagles game is important at this point. How many can they start the season off in the win column? Uh, they sit 8-0, host the 4-5 and five Commanders, who will probably still be led by Taylor Heineke, I'm pretty sure. So uh, that should be entertaining, 11-point spread. Uh, you really got to talk me into double digits in the NFL. Um, you know, we saw it most recently with Titans Chiefs. You just never know. So um, that should be a solid money night, though. Um, you're just going to get the Taylor Heineke show there. <laughs> I mean, that's all you're going to expect out of the commanders. Right. Yeah. How close can he keep them? Yeah. Um, you skipped over this. <laughs> the eight o'clock slate, the prime to the time. top of my screen. That's why. Yeah. My bad. You're, you're, oh, that's true. <laughs> if you're looking on ESPN, <laughs> I forget they put your favorites. My bad. All the way yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking, I'm like, is he doing this on purpose? But, uh, Chargers oh, and the 49ers. Primetime out in San Francisco, the Bay Area, Levi Stadium. We've been there. Weird stadium. Might add. Fun time. I add. Um, San Francisco's favored by seven. That, do you feel like that's yeah, a stretch? Yeah, they should be. Uh, no. <laughs> I am Is not. Mike, Mike Dub and Keenan no. still out? Mike's on IR. Keenan did not practice yesterday. I have not willed myself to look for today, so... Uh, if you have Christian McCaffrey in fantasy, if you see a yard total prop bet under 189.5, take the over. Uh, I have very, very little faith, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're 5-3. and three. Worst places to be the way our season's gone. We're the most injured team in the NFL. So, uh, And next week with the Chiefs on Sunday night. So, it, you know, you're, this part you're of the schedule five and three is and a game pretty behind. important. Right. Yeah. Uh, in a game we really should have beat the Chiefs early on. So uh, we'll see One, if Mahomes two, gets three, another four, six interceptions five, called six, back. Seven. So You're sitting in the wild card. Oh, yeah. No, we're in the playoffs right now. Might not look at missing a lot of key guys. Should get Bosa back at some point. Mike, Keenan. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a battle right now with the guys we have on the field. But that's all we can do. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, no, touchdown on the road. That feels about right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that's the slate, including my uh, very injured, very underwhelming Chargers at 8.20 on NBC Sunday night. Uh, That being said, we did pick the top five games, we think, in the NFL, which, as it has been recently, was a bit of a struggle. But I think the ones we picked will be worthy of your attention on Sunday, so we're going to pick them for you. Uh, Before we get into that, Bailey, how did we do last week? I did about as good as I did in college. Uh, with the picks, uh, you and Jacob both went three and two. Y'all hit Bengals, Seahawks, Bucks. I lost Packers, Bills, Cardinals, Rams. I only hit the Bengals. Um, I'm sitting at 27 and 18. You are 31 and 14, firmly in the lead. And Jacob is not 21 and 19, is he? Yes, 21 and 19. Yeah, you think about Hunter? Oh yeah. We got off on in college, so I can never tell if we're correct with some of these. Right, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I thought he was lined up with our NFL picks. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so that's how we're doing through nine weeks uh, here in week 10. Start us off across the pond and then some. It's uh, Seahawks Bucks in Munich, Germany. Same 930 Eastern kick we're used to. With those London games, but obviously the location much different. Pretty solid matchup, I'd say, on paper. Uh, Seahawks team that's very overperformed. 
so far this season, and then Bucks team doing the flip side as far as comparing themselves to preseason expectations at this point. So, uh, who do you think wins in Germany Sunday morning? Oh, that's just a weird game. I mean, it's and I know they in London they call it the Lunder. Those are always weird games too. But I think the Bucks win it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's an ugly game. I can see the Seahawks winning too, but give me the Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna take the dog here. Give me Seattle. I just I'd rather take the team overperforming in that regression than just wondering when Tampa's gonna snap out of it. Uh, I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't know why they're favored. Uh, you're telling me I mean, this is essentially a neutral field, so they'd be over a field goal in Tampa. I just I don't understand it. Um, you know, home field worth two or three points in the NFL. So I'd move that a bit if it were a true home game. But, um, I yeah, until I see it from this Tampa team, I, I know I've took them a couple times and it worked out, but I don't know if they get it done against Seattle. I know that run defense is great. They're going to need it against Kenneth Walker. Um, but, yeah, give me one more week of uh, Geno Smith magic. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can see that one too, so. Yeah, and then – Again, when we get the uh, treat that is Jacob's picks from him, we will include those on Twitter at the 1009. We don't have them yet, but when we tweet these out before and after, we will get you his picks as well. Uh, second game up, it's the only one o'clock game that we circled at Vikings Bills. Who you got in that one? Uh, this is solely depending on if um, Josh Allen is playing or not. I'm going to go with he's not. And even if he does, he's not going to be 100%. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, I just I can't quite do it. Uh, everything's telling me Vikings, especially with the injury qualifier with Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the NFL this year. Uh, but I don't think the drop-off to him to Case Keenum is really enough to automatically just jump all over the Vikings. I think the chemistry there with Diggs, obviously both in Minnesota at that time, ironically, uh, it's bills at home. The crowd will be out this team six and two, which is about all you can ask for. Um, you know, the tough loss of Miami bounce back, beat the chiefs. So they've held up well against the top of the AFC and this Vikings team just has not been tested nearly to the extent this Buffalo team had. So yeah, give me the bills at home. It might be ugly. They might need Tyler Bass at the end to walk off, but, um, yeah, I'll take the bills. Yeah, and like I said, mine is solely on if Josh Allen plays, so might as well switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Third game, moving to the middle window. This feels like a Thanksgiving game a couple weeks early, but uh, Cowboys-Packers at 425 on Fox. Who you liking that one? Packers are just down bad. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Coming off a bye, plenty of time to prepare. Uh, Yeah, the Packers scored i believe nine points on the lions the worst defense in the nfl now they get the best defense in the nfl even at home yeah. whatever advantage lambo gives them it's not enough to keep up with this cowboys offense who almost put up 50 on the bears who i know sold some quality guys on defense at the trade deadline which didn't help but um back in that cowboys offense looks to be back where they're expected to be with him healthy which he now is so i will also take the cowboys against the packers this week Smart move. Maybe the biggest coin flip of the week. The other 425 matchup, Cardinals-Rams. I almost didn't put this on here because it's so tough to 
even yeah. get an idea of who's going to win this game. But I felt That's like why you know, I needed to put it on there too. Right, we need the coin flips, get some differing opinions. But you know, we've been different on three, two or three so far. So um, who you liking this NFC West, NFC West matchup? With it being a home game for the Rams, I think that gives them a slight advantage. Um, I don't love this game. Like you said, it's definitely. I feel like it's a straight up pick 'em instead of one and a half. But uh, I'm going Rams. Yeah, uh, the Stafford concussion stuff worries me a little bit. He's in the protocol. I think he should play Sunday. Um, this Cardinals defense thrives on the pass rush. That's been a problem for this Rams team all year. It's almost like TCU. Everything's telling me Rams. We saw Nuke frustrated on the sideline. Kyler Murray, you know, looking up at Nuke, being that Nuke's taller than 5'4", and trying to explain himself. Uh, Kingsbury wasn't having it. I just... I'm going to take the Cardinals. I doubt I put any money on it because this is, I mean, in all time, just coin flip game. What version of these teams did you get? This Rams O-line is the worst unit on the field, I think, though. So I think Isaiah Simmons, J.J. Watt, the rest of that pass rush task, Cardinals defense can do just enough. Again, the Rams honestly should win, but this is a 3-5 and five team now coming off a Super Bowl run, like you mentioned earlier. So, um I, I've been wrong almost every Cardinals game this year. I had them against Seattle last week, didn't come through. But, uh, yeah, give me the Cardinals this, this week. Yeah, I don't hate that one either. Um, just a tough game to pick in general, like you said. All right. And then it's a point and a half spread, so it's literally a coin flip. Uh, and, you know, Stafford updates will influence that a bit, but that should be one of the closer games of the weekend for sure. Uh, last one. The last game we'll watch on Sunday, it's uh, the Chargers and the Niners. Mm. I, I, I want to ride with the Chargers, but like you were mentioning, too many health issues. Niners have too many weapons right now. I'm going with the 49ers. How many games up am I right now in the NFL? Uh, you are 31 and 14. I'm 27 and 18, so you have a four-point lead. All right, cool. Give me the Chargers. I don't care. I, <laughs> I don't care. They're the better team. They're healthier. Best defense in the NFL, I think. They're at home in Levi's. I, I don't care. I thought uh, the Cowboys are the best Herbert. defense in the NFL. Well, if you're playing the Chargers, you look at the best defense in the NFL anyway. Uh, <laughs> one of the best defense in the NFL. Uh, obviously, Dallas deserves that as well. I should pick the Niners. I, I, I don't care. I'm not you going to. <laughs> no, I, I refuse. Uh, this is just... We're not going to have Keenan back. We're not going to have Mike. It'll be Gerald Everett and Josh Palmer. O-line, uh, I'll pray. That's all I can really do at this point with that unit. Uh, we got two rookies starting, so yeah. they've done well, but they're also literally younger than us, so you can't ask too much. Uh, but nothing that happens with the Chargers usually makes sense. We've lost to Seattle. We've lost to, who was it, Jacksonville. Uh, this is a game that we win for no reason, so... Uh, six and three sounds like a pipe dream given how this team has played <laughs> this year, but it makes the perfect amount of absolutely no sense. So uh, give me the Chargers to shock the world and then inevitably let me down next Sunday against the Chiefs. You let me down easy. Yeah, yeah. so that's what we got straight up. And again, we'll tweet these pre-kickoff and update you after at the 10 or 9 on Twitter. We'll get Jacob's picks in as well. Uh but moving on to the betting board, how did we do last week there, Bailey? I guess you could say that I'm on a streak-ish. I've gotten 
better. <laughs> um, gotten on the board consistently. Yeah. I pushed twice last week. Very rare. Um, Vikings and Chargers both minus three. I'm sitting at seven, eighteen, and two. Much improved from when I was like two and thirteen or something like that. Right, uh, it's progress. Grayson is fourteen and thirteen. He went two for three, two out of three last week. Um, and then Grayson went or Jacob went over. He's ten, sixteen, and one. So, um, I'm improving. I like I kind of like mine today. I don't know how I feel about the last one, but it was the last <laughs> one that I saw that I felt comfortable with, semi comfortable with. But yeah, so I mean, you're on the long path back to 500. So I mean, it's I started 0 and 6 in college, and I I got right back. So you know, it uh, it's cyclical, and uh, as long as you don't ask Todd Ellis, then you're gonna get the right direction. So it's yeah. uh it's all good. Uh, with that being said. What bet do you like to kick us off? The one I feel, eh, no, the first two I feel great about. Uh, give me the Giants minus four against the Texans. Um, Giants are obviously the better team if they're able to run the ball with Saquon. I mean, and the Texans, I mean, Damian Pierce is a good running back, great rookie, uh, but uh, I think Giants are too good. Their defense is actually pretty solid, so give me the G-men minus four. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Pierce popped up on the injury report yesterday <laughs> even better doesn't sound too serious should play but um it might be a little tentative being as he is a rookie and the only player really consistently contributing for them i guess you can just give davis mills as much time until they are uh, picking third in the draft and they pick up another college guy but um i, I like that a lot at yeah. home short number yeah i like that um Gonna go with a home team as well. Give me the Titans minus two and a half against the Broncos. I just don't get it. Why is this not six points? I I get Tannehill might not play. I I don't care. Malik Willis could throw the ball in the air and catch it himself. Uh, this Broncos pass rush is really the only way they stay in this game, and it could be disruptive with Tannehill or Willis in there. Uh, one stat I did pick up that really pointing me towards this game was Titans best in the NFL on third down and the Broncos are the 31st out of 32 teams in the NFL on offense on third down. So I think even if it's a defensive battle, I think that uh, the Titans offense with Henry can stay on the field more on third down, especially third and short, which decides a lot of games. So give me the division leading Titans against the massive disappointment. That is the Denver Broncos. I hate you for that because I felt great about that <laughs> one too. I felt too good about it. I should have thought. Um, another one you mentioned earlier, they have one of the worst defenses in the league and the way that this team is playing offensively um, and the way Justin Fields is playing. Give me the Bears minus two and a half at home. Yeah, I mean, Lions due for a letdown. Big win against the Packers last week. Defensive battle there. This offense with Fields clicking the last three to four weeks. We even mentioned... There's been more discourse about him versus Trevor lately as far as that 21 draft class. But um, if he wants to keep that rolling, he's got to keep rallying off the wins. And even in losses like the Dallas game, uh, impressive offensive showing. He set the record for rookie rushing yards in a game last week. Um, capped off a 61-yard TD on the ground as well to really put him in record-breaking territory there. Uh, passing Vic. So, I mean, that's as impressive as it gets for a rookie or second year QB. So, um, yeah, at home, I don't mind that at all. 
Yeah, my second one is also in that game. I have done it each of the last two weeks. I have hit it each of the last two weeks, and those games have featured both of these teams. Lions-Bears total at 48.5. Give me the over. Uh, the Lions play no defense. The Bears traded everyone away that could. Uh, these are two potent offenses. Fields on the ground. You got Stafford, excuse me, Goff. <laughs> Goff, <laughs> Swift, and Monroe St. Brown. They did deal Hawkinson to Minnesota, but I still think that the Lions offense can do enough to at least early on answer. Uh, we saw them getting a shootout with Miami. Um, so I think that uh, this game is due for some points. The board reflects that one of the higher totals on Sunday at 48 and a half, but yeah, give me the over. See, you're the over guy in the NFL. I touch it and it's under. If I hit the under, it's over. I can't never. I had to rescue our, our so. total reputation. Uh, I'm, I'm two and oh, so very, very large sample size. Uh, where I'm undefeated, but you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So give me a third straight over. Yeah. Um, my last one is the one that I don't feel the greatest about. I mean, I picked them to win. Give me the Rams minus one and a half. Um, it's not a great game to pick, but I might as well go with it. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me who should win the game, it's the Rams at home, especially the credit they were given coming into the season, given their won a championship last year. We just have not seen it. Uh, injuries have ravaged the O-line. And that's tough out in the NFC West where, you know, we see some struggling offenses, but elite defenses. So, um, you know, I like doubling down. Um, but, yeah, like you said, should be a good one. But we'll not have the fireworks to hopefully my over will, but um, should be a solid game. Uh, my last one. Not touch. It could be 36. I wouldn't take it. Um, yeah. My last one, great team against a who even knows. Uh, give me the Cowboys on the road, laying four and a half. It's a weird number, but I think they win by touchdown, so that takes care of that. This Packers offense, again, fresh off nine points against the league's worst, and the Cowboys are very far from that. Honestly, the complete opposite. So uh, give me Trayvon Diggs getting interceptions, not giving up 70-yard TDs. Um, Romeo Dobbs out. Big part of the offense, which just tells you right there how bad this offense has been. Uh, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon is a duo. Not going to be able to keep up with this Cowboys offense. I don't care if they start the running back that's better. Or Ezekiel Elliott. So um, give me the Cowboys minus four and a half. Yeah, I don't hate that pick either. Um, I would. I thought about doing that one. I can see, I mean, Packers are just down. They're, bound, they're bad. Like, there's no way to yeah. go, beat around the, that bush, so. I definitely like last week seemed like the do or die week and they lost outright and I had them uh, excuse me I had the Lions so it's uh I don't know I mean they hung around with the Bills a little bit I think they covered that game was double digit dogs but um I think four and a half is perfectly reasonable for this Cowboys team so yeah give me the favorite which I don't love but I don't love anything about the Packers so I'm gonna fade them yeah so hopefully we get back on track, or at least I did with my picks. Um, hopefully we stay hot with our bets. And like you mentioned, we'll get Jacobs eventually and get them to y'all on the old twit box once we pay the $8 to get verified. Uh, <laughs> yeah, these bets are not good enough to uh, cover that, unfortunately, but we do look to get above 500 as a contingent going forward. Uh, again, at the 1009 where you can find all these picks. What you're listening to right now on Apple or Spotify, it's on both. It's also on YouTube. 
if you want to watch Bailey flip me off for taking the Titans. So uh, with that being said, do that'll it do it. There we go. <laughs> we will do it again before we get shadow banned on YouTube. Yeah, so that's it for the Slate pair of shows this week, and we will uh, talk to you guys on Monday or Tuesday. Deuces. Subscribe.